This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Mamma mia! We are back for another week of Beyond Beyond the Edge here. Episode number six. Can you believe it? And six is the operative number because that is the exact amount of celebrities that are left here in Beyond the Edge. And here we are back to talk with the woman who is watching Beyond the Edge closer than anybody else. Please welcome they once called her Jenny Hundredair. Here she is. Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I, I, I thought Happy you were going birthday. to. Happy birthday. It's my Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Jenny. Yeah, it's it's my birthday. So this podcast better be a win. That's that's not, what everyone needs. Actually, Jenny's birthday. But uh, we'll go birthday. with it. You, <laughs> do you, you think it was really Mike Singletary's birthday? Um, well, I looked up Mike Singletary's birthday because I was just curious when mm. when it was. And this is a thing I do. Remember when I was trying to figure out Steven's birthday during Joe Millionaire? Mm-hmm. Like, Are they you know, fish back? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it's got to be the fall, right? Probably November. Fake, yeah. So, so Big it's Scorpio energy. Oh, October 9th. October okay. 9th. Oh. He's a fellow Libra. Yes. Um, so. I didn't know when they filmed this, so I like I couldn't tell you. Yeah, no, no, no that, was... that's when they filmed this. So uh, that okay. I don't think well, this is one of these reality TV tropes where somebody lies and says it's their birthday when it's really not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that this, this is a thing that Beyond the Edge does. So, <laughs> that Mike yeah, Singletary I, it, lied to get attention. They're like, we need to spice this up. How can we do this? Uh, let's make a fake birthday for Mike Singletary. Yeah. That'll do it. I do still think that Steven might have lied about his birthday on oh, yeah. Joe Millionaire just to like have an excuse for the girls to come over. I mean, Rob, the point of that show was to have two men lying to women, except for the fact that apparently they don't lie to women on that show. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that was possibly a fake birthday, but I, it, it was definitely Coach's birthday. It was happy six, uh, 63rd birthday yeah. to Mike Singletary. Singletary. Yes. Yeah. Jenny, can I read you a blind item that came across my desk this oh week? My goodness. Yes, please. I want to read you a piece of feedback item. that came in. Okay. This right. came to me uh, via Twitter DM, and I won't reveal the person who sent this message, but. Somebody sent me a message to say, no offense to all the other RHAP pods, but the Beyond the Edge podcast may be your finest work. Wow. Also, please do a Worst Cooks podcast. People are very much pushing for Worst Cooks in America podcast. I saw that. Yeah, I saw a few people clamoring for the Worst Cooks. That is high praise, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... Truly just honored to be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how uh, we got there, but I mean, this, this is an, another sentiment I saw like uh, on Twitter. Someone said, um, I, I believe it was, it was uh, Will on Twitter. Will, on yeah, Twitter. Will from T.O. Yes. And the tweet is T.O. me. Shut, shuts off 
shuts off the TV as soon as Beyond the Edge starts after Survivor. Also me. Immediately listens to Rob Sester Nino, Nino and Jenny Autumn's recaps when they appear in my feed. Yes. So, like, the Edgers and the Edge, the edge Edgers be edging. Yeah. <laughs> the Edge Lords and ladies are out they, there. They came through. And they're loving it. They're loving yeah. Beyond the Edge. So thank you uh, so much <laughs> to our avid supporters. Yeah. Okay. You are real ones. You are real ones. And okay. also this show is a real one. Don't worry, Paulina. We know. <laughs> it's a real show. Okay. It's real. Everything's so, real. Yeah. Beyond it's the edge. Okay. Uh, we said that Jenny was going to need uh, 200 uh, ratings and reviews to feel better. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got up to 144. Are you feeling better yet, Jenny? I am. I'm getting there. Like I'm not completely out of the woods. I'm sure you can tell by my voice. I am. I am definitely better. Those those extra reviews have put some life back into me. But I mean, I'm. I'm still getting winded easily. My energy is not mm-hmm. completely back to normal. So I don't know what that says. Okay. Well, let's talk about um, a harrowing week here on oh my Beyond the Edge and Jenny. For the second week in a row, uh, we lost another one of our celebrities as pour one out for Ebony Williams, who ends up going out back to back with the person. And, you know, we scoffed a couple of weeks ago when we saw uh, when Morrow was talking about uh, the bond. Got it. Yep. Ebony and Lauren formed a lifelong bond throughout this competition. And they go out back to back. She couldn't do it without her. Could not do it without and, her. That was her best friend. Or her crown. <laughs> she or her do crown. It neither of those things. Or, or her crown. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jenny, how are you feeling about Ebony's departure from Beyond the Edge? It was pretty drawn out. Very drawn um, out. It really, you know, it differed from Lauren's exit last week because, like, Lauren injured herself in the middle of the adventure and powered through. And it wasn't until that had the the adventure was over that you know she had to be looked at so it was really like the end of the show whereas like this the beginning of the show this episode starts off with ebony and i mean we saw this coming we talked about we it saw the was never in doubt she was leaving yes let, yes. let's let the record show and, and also let the record show also no problem with her leaving okay that mm-hmm. she broke her she had some dental work and a cavity Got broken. Okay. Uh, she needs to come out. She needed to come out. Uh, but the, the, the lengths that this was stretched out to were unimaginable, even by beyond the edge standards. Yeah. Like the, the lengths that the storyline was stretched was like, you know, Paulina's hips would be jealous. They are looking to be stretched like that. You know, <laughs> like it's, it, it was, they made a whole ass meal of Ebony's like near death experience. Mouth. Yes. Yes. It could yes. be septic. It could be. It could Look, be fatal. And, and, and I researched this and this, that, that is an outcome that, that can happen. Like she should, she should have left, but, yes. um, she clear and she clearly wanted to go. Um, that I think that this was really played up for maximum dramatic effect that she did not want to go. Had had the doctor called up while they were at the lanterns and say, all right, hold on. We've gotten word from the doctor. They mixed no, up your test be- results. Oh, Actually, no. it's just a toothache. You'll be fine. 
I think Ebony would be like, yeah, but you know what? I think I already mentally have prepared myself to be out of the game. It, but also, you know, a toothache can also be fatal. So yes. we can, we cannot risk it. Listen to this uh, statement from the Lanterns. My body's not giving me much choice. I can be here through the pain tomorrow. I just don't want to do what the doctor said would likely happen, which is give myself such a severe infection that it seeps to my bloodline. And then mm-hmm. he said the word fatal. And I can't compromise God's plan for me to do this work. Can't let go. You can't compromise God's plan to do the work. We need a we need a beyond the edge uh, wand off of uh, Drake's God's plan. (laughs) Yes. So God's plan is what is going to come for Ebony after beyond the edge. That that's that's the plan she doesn't want to compromise. Or uh, clearly, God's plan was not. Beyond that, give her. Well, I don't know. I I I don't understand what God's plan was here, but I know that it was Mm -hmm. God's plan because everyone seemed to agree. Mm -hmm. Was it God's plan for her to? I don't know. Go on beyond the edge. Jenny, the Lord works in mysterious ways. You can't (laughs) question. Very mysterious to me because, and so does the Edge Lord's work in mysterious ways also. (laughs) Like. I don't know why it would be God's plan to to have mm-hmm. her uh, have an infection yes. in her mouth. And, but. and really, it was like she didn't quit; her body quit. There's a difference. The difference. She didn't yes. ring the bell. Her her tooth made her rang the bell <laughs> against her will. She wanted right. to stay. Let the record show. I'm still confused about her comment about it seeping into her bloodline. Yes, uh, into the bloodline. I was like, oh, her family. Yes, yes, <laughs> oh, God. yes. That's how se- that's how bad it could get, Jenny. You laugh. Oh my goodness. Could I mean, you did the research, Rob. Yes, so. I yes. Trust you. Okay. So Ebony <laughs> yeah. has to leave again, and then there were six. So here's here's the thing: is like this is the best way to leave if you're. If you're, you know, kind of reaching the end of your mm-hmm. journey, you're like, okay, I've pushed myself. Um, it's, you know, it's great because you don't, you don't have to say that you quit. You're not a quitter. Um, but this, this felt like it was handled differently than Lauren, where mm-hmm. like Lauren, it was just like she, the doctors said she had to go. Yeah, that's interesting. So this is like the survivor equivalent of that. Like uh, the 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 medical team came in and said, "Yeah, you can stay." Like I guess there is a worst case scenario where you know you could get an infection that could that could be fatal. But um, if you can, it's a pain tolerance issue. If you can handle it, you can stay. We are not taking you out of the game. Where I think that Lauren, they were taking her out of the game. Like there you see this on Survivor. She could do. Yeah. yeah. Like if it, it, like Dana in Survivor Philippines. Like she, like she was in like a severe gastrointestinal distress. Doctors came out, looked at us. Ah, we don't see anything wrong. Uh, so like that's technically, as Jordan Kalish will tell you, that was a quit and not right. a medical evacuation. And so I mean. Well, I talked about this last week that um, they still made Lauren ring the bell, but it was like the the saddest bell ringing of of ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's strange because like in Survivor, Lauren would be a medevac for sure, and so she wouldn't be going through the same process of like being voted out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like weird that they have to like ring the bell, which is like it's synonymous with quitting. 
right in this show and that was the tooth ringing the bell the tooth well was was lauren's foot ringing the bell like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i I just it's it's strange that they still make i think they just really wanted to get the the money of the bell like out because they're like i can't believe the only time that this bell is going to be used is meta world peace which Mm -hmm. like on the second episode they're like okay like technically you're not quitting but you still need to ring the bell yeah Okay, I'm the doctors in, should be ringing the bell. The, the doctors, team. medical should ring the bell. They should have a different thing. Uh, what they maybe like put the bell on its side of like no bell tonight. <laughs> Turn the bell upside down. But I'm looking at Ebony's Twitter. I don't see any update about uh, her condition. Uh, that I, I, mean, that I just want to say today. that I am presuming that the toothache was not uh, a a fatal tooth abscess. Well, if she's been, tw- I mean, she's. She lived. She lived. Yeah, she's she retweeted something five hours ago. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. That's so considering uh, this was October 9th. We will rest <laughs> easy tonight, knowing. I think I think she's okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, Ebony is gone. I guess uh, let's talk about how we got there in this episode of Beyond the Edge. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talked about Ebony, Mrs. Lauren. Talk about it's Coach's birthday. A lot Happy of big, big storyline in this episode. Coach's birthday. Yes, it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all we heard about. Like, I, I, I didn't realize that uh, Coach was such a big birthday guy. I would never want to do something like this <laughs> on my birthday. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, okay, I think like a show like Survivor, Big Brother, where it like spans you know over a month. Yeah. Um. You could maybe just be like, okay, well, my my birthday falls in there somewhere. But, like, this is an experience of a lifetime. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if this is only, like, seven or ten days and it falls right on your birthday, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I really want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's my birthday. It's my damn birthday. Yeah, but think of all the money you could be raising for your causes. <laughs> I guess I'm a bad person. <laughs> All right, don't call. Can I just do it another way? Don't call Jenny out to the podcasting charity championship uh, late September. If it's anything like Beyond the Edge, listen, I I come by. Plan it another week. I would not be. I wouldn't. Even if it wasn't my birthday, you would never catch me doing this. Make sure your dental work is up to speed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. It could be septic. Okay. My bloodline. Your bloodline. (laughs) Your whole bloodline could be impacted. Okay. All right. So. Paulina is really having some problems, Jenny. She is uh, really stiffened up in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And she is having uh, some like uh, real hardships out there. Uh, there is something that she can do. Okay. Colton is going to work with her to uh, start to get her to be a little bit, a little bit looser. My ankles. I like to just do the alphabet with your feet. Okay. Did you know about this technique to do the alphabet I mean, with your feet? I mean, I've heard about the alphabet with your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Is that to keep your tongue loose before podcasts? Exactly. That's exactly what that's Is that what you're for. supposed to do right before a podcast? Yeah, and it works every time. It worked. <laughs> I, I somehow. How did Colton know, know about this technique? I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know, but apparently, so he has he has uh, Paulina and and Jody doing the <laughs> alphabet with their feet. Yeah, and apparently the eye feels really good. Yes, according to Jody, through your feet, through your feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The eye motion the, is a real hit. The eye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So a lot of Colton in this episode. Yeah. A heavy culty episode. Heavy. Yeah. We got. I mean, he's only, like, one of the six. One of the six that's yeah. left. I mean, he's very clearly getting to the end of the show. He's going to be one of. the I mean, ones. he is the only person who has had like no negative impact. Uh, yeah, he's he, having a great time. Well, him and stay. Craig. We, him and Craig. Yeah. yeah. And him and Paulina are apparently like besties. They've like become this, very close in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's a storyline that we're going to be uh, watching as uh, this episode develops. Okay. All right. Yes, very um, closely. Hear a little bit about uh, Colton's football career and how uh, he couldn't even watch football after. Do you think he can watch The Bachelor? (laughs) (laughs) You think he's able to do that? Yeah, I don't think he's ever watching The Bachelor again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's done. Um, I I kind of like didn't really understand. So he played college football and then did he get drafted and he He was was, like, he was in the NFL and he, I think, I'm not sure if he uh, ever played in a game. I think he was uh, at least in training camp with uh, different teams. Yeah. Cause Uh, there was like shots of him in like, in like NFL Jersey. So I was like, okay, you were on the team, but then apparently um, um, yeah, so he was signed as an undrafted free agent, uh, and then he was waived before the season. And then on uh, in September of 2014, he went on the Eagles practice squad. And then he was released. Uh, then he was on a couple of different uh, practice squads. Uh, but I don't think he ever has even been in an NFL game. Okay. He's well, been in training camp. He's been on practice squads, uh, but he has never been like, I, I, I don't think he's ever been active for an NFL game. That's sad. Poor <laughs> Are you on his Wikipedia page? Yes. Yes. Like what is with this photo? It's like, it's like a blurry webcam photo. Like this man was on reality television, two different seasons. Like he was on the bachelorette and then became the bachelor. Yeah. But you how don't could he have pick? a better photo how, of him? How could he pick his, the right photo? <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. bad. Wikipedia, They've got his height and weight here? on uh, his uh, Wikipedia. Hope, well, is that hope, because he's a, he's a former athlete? Right? Uh, hope, I mean, hope they don't have my height and weight on my Wikipedia. Oh my Who's updating? Who's updating this? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, it's like Nicole is feeding like your info to Wikipedia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No height and weight. Okay. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Not not even a picture. What are you going to do? Uh, so I mean, and there's I, no I guess Colton has to upload his own. Uh, I guess I have to also. Like you could take a screenshot of one of your live podcasts and the the quality would be better than this Colton Underwood photo. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> That's what this photo looks like. It's like someone took a screenshot of him during like an interview, like on webcam. Yeah. Like on TikTok. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> okay. It's really bad. All right. <laughs> So, um, we hear Ebony, uh, hear about her, like, and again, like we we talked about how she handled, uh, the drama about leaving. No question. She's got something going on. You can see, uh, her cheek is all swollen. Definitely. She's there's, there's definitely an infection. Um, you know, so something's going on here. Yeah. 
Um, because she she was like resting, and then she like wakes up and she's like groaning in pain. Like she's the the face is yeah. very very swollen. So it's like Although- there's. Yeah, no question. I, I don't know yeah. if they gave her anything to try to because uh, like the ways she describes it. Yes, it's swollen, but she describes it as tingly. She describes it as numb. Like yeah, she's uh, in numbness. All, all these things like are like oh, it doesn't sound that bad. I mean, if it was numb, then I would be like, great, I can't feel it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if they like Novocaine her. They gave her. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Okay. All right. So uh, she needs to see an emergency medic. All right, so she an, will an not be participating. Dentist. Emergency they dentist. Have, they have an emergency dentist on, or did like they take her into the Panama like, City? Yeah, Panama City, and there's like a. I can't imagine. Dentist. I mean, I don't think that there's an emergency dentist on staff on Survivor. Yeah, I don't think so. I can't They're imagine Beyond the Edge has that. an emergency dentist on staff. <laughs> It's not in the budget. Um, yeah, so they probably, and I, again, we have no concept of like how far out of the jungle they have to drive to get to uh, right. the emergency dentist. Um, un, unrelated, but where do you think Moro stays during all of this? Oh, must be with the crew. Like, is there like a is there like a Ponderosa esque type situation? You think? I don't think it's Ponderosa, but I think there's a base camp. Okay. Yeah, like they're not planning I, for people to come out of the game. I love the walkie-talkie every single episode mm-hmm. when Moro when Moro calls in on the walkie-talkie. I feel like they're just like they they don't need that, but they really love the idea of like Moro checking in with the walkie-talkie. They like love the it. Crappy audio. They love it. Okay, Moro is going to call in and set up adventure number six. Jenny Autumn's going to tell us about it. When we come back right after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, Jenny, let's start to figure out what's going on with adventure number six. Morrow's going to call in and uh, he's going to, I, I, was there like some sort of like a code code name yes. that they had to drop here? Break a break a sea lion. A lion cat. <laughs> Breaker, breaker. Lion cat. Jungle cat. Sea lion. You guys are all animals in terms of your competition, coach. Who's jungle cat? Moro is jungle cat? I have no clue. And, and, this and is where did he first... get it from jungle cat? Breaker, breaker, him sea lion. Sea lion. <laughs> so, okay. This, is, this was my understanding. Is lion cat means something. Because, spoiler, it comes up again later um, in this episode. So, so... Is lion cat a thing, Jenny? No, I don't even think jungle cat is a thing. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like a name they gave themselves where they're like, we're the jungle cats or something like that. Mm -hmm. But so, so coach is trying to be cute and do this breaker breaker. And then he says sea lion instead, because I think he got mixed up, but maybe it was supposed to be lion cat. Cause then you hear Ray go, it's lion cat. Mm hmm. And so that's what they. So when you do breaker breaker and you say the thing, breaker, that's breaker. you saying 
what you are, right? Um, I like Jenny. I do not know. I do. I like. I do do a lot of the the talky, not so much of the walky. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not an expert. I think that that's him saying like, "Hey, this is this is the line cat like on on the line here." Okay. All right. Okay. It's very confusing, but I'm telling you, I think this is like a name that they have for. The, the the jungle family. The jungle family. Okay. Because they are a family now, Rob. All right. Let's bring everybody in. And uh, Mauro has uh, a, a new greeting for people. Mauro, what it do? What it do, Mr. Ray? What it do indeed? <laughs> yeah. I, what it I, do I indeed? What it do? What it do, Mr. Ray? Like, why is he calling him Mr. Ray? I don't know. It's like <laughs> Mr. Je- Mr. Jeff. He he keeps us on our toes, Rob. I can't believe we're gonna yada yada the the uh, team pick. Oh, team picks, okay. Um, because was it not last week that I was trying to figure out how they decide uh, who picks first? Yeah, and then we we said it just it's wild wild west. You do whatever, like someone just shotguns. Yeah, and well, that's what exactly what happened this time. It's exactly what happened. So it was supposed to be. Apparently, there's rules and non-rules coming out that that I had no idea about. Apparently, Coach and Jody can't be captains again because they've already they've been, been captains, captains twice. Twice. Yeah. yeah. So then it's Craig and Ray are going to be. I don't know if everybody has to be captains twice again before they can be captains a third. Before time. they can do a third. Yeah. Okay. And so Craig and Ray are going to be captains, and then Craig just like snap picks Colton. Yeah. And Ray's just like oh, so unimpressed. Yeah, yeah, he's no, like, I wouldn't let you have the first pick then. He's like, let's go rock, paper, scissors yeah. to pick first. Because like, yeah, this is what I said. You should have been doing this all along. Right. I mean, the picks of I, I guess like um w- if you could like uh do are are Colton and Paulina equal to coach and Jody? I mean, I, I as what would you rather have episode, on your team? Who would I rather have? Yeah. I mean, is it like who do I want to to hang out with or who do I want to No, who would you want on your team? If you could, if you had a choice of your, you know, the draft package of you're either going to get Paulina and uh, Colton or Coach and Jody. Um, I think I'm probably going Coach and Jody actually. See, I think I would probably go Colton and Paulina. I mean, I think that oh, here's the thing is like this is also, you know, looking at Craig and Ray as equals, which I don't know if the, if they are. I don't know. I feel like Craig's been doing a little bit. He's better been doing than Ray. better, but Ray is like, you know, Hall of Fame, like uh, like NFL player. He's like, um, you know, for whatever reason, Craig has like uh, done well in these challenges. But I mean, Ray should be no slouch. He's not good in the water. Yeah, He's afraid of the water. Yeah, but like Jody is like. Jody is a warrior, as Ray said. Mm-hmm. He said, I got the warrior. Um, and I mean, you have two like older ish people in Paulina and Coach, but Coach is like a former athlete. Yeah. So, and Paulina's got sore hips. But so I don't know. Coach. Colton, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Coach is, uh, this was not his finest hour in this episode. No. Yeah, no. we'll, 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 a, talk about it. we'll talk about but it. But okay. it was a great day. Yeah, it was a great day ultimately. Okay. Anyway, right. I just, I think it's wild that they, they don't even have a, like a, a function for picking who gets to pick first. Like, 
Yeah, you should Whatever. be doing rock, yeah. paper, scissors. Yeah. Like when you're down to six people. Who cares? Like there's a clear first pick. Yeah. All right. So we have our teams. Also, uh, let's also acknowledge the coach's birthday. All right. Before we get started, I want to wish coach a happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully with a victory, you can have your cake and eat it too, coach. Hey. They couldn't have had a cake for coach, even at the massage. <laughs> There was no cake. That was that was a cake tease. Like I can't believe Moro would say that. All right, Jenny. Let's talk about adventure number six. Okay, because this is a long one. All right. (laughs) Can you help us explain episode number six? Was this was for mad money. Fifty thousand dollars on the line here for the winner of adventure number six. Which, like, isn't that only, like, 5K more than last week? Yeah, it goes up 5K. Uh, oh, maybe less people that it split. Yes, between. yes. Well, then that's it's more it's money and money. less people. Yes. So Adventure 6 with the, the final six here, although we didn't know they were the final six at this point because we had the whole Ebony storyline. That's true. But anyway, what we're doing here today, folks, is... You are positioning your whole team within uh, a rope ring. Like, it's a ring with a rope around it. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. And you are inside of the ring, and you have to spin together to unravel the rope. That's right. Um, And then once the rope is unraveled, you hang it on a hook. That's the first part. That's the first part. Uh, that's the you first know, stage. The first stage and the final stage are great because Moro is there. He's not yeah. with them on the trek. Yeah, I wish that he was there the entire time. Like, wouldn't that be so great if he was just like on an ATV behind them, like narrating the whole challenge? Yeah, because he's the like, star right of the show. Them. We get the gold in the first stage and the final stage. So the trek is, you know, the longest part, and there's no Moro. Yeah, it's really where I suffer the most. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the bog for me. Um, so anyway, that's the first stage. You're unraveling the rope together, putting it on a hook. Yes. And then, you know, what's next? Got a trek. The trek time. Yep. And so we're trekking at no football field, uh, measurements this time. It's just one mile through the swamp and jungle to the cliff. The names are all very, uh, creative. Mm -hmm. Very creative. Yeah. (laughs) The trek. To the through the swamp, the jungle to the cliff. But I do feel like the cliff is like capitalized. You know what I mean? Like it may, maybe maybe even has like the a, cliff. The cliff. The and I think is probably like capitalized a, also. Yes, the and t, the T and the C are capitalized, mm-hmm. and there could be even a trademark at the end. I think I think that's like it's a thing. Um, and so at this cliff or the cliff, uh, two members of the team are going to like. Zip line. It says they climb up the backside. I I don't know. Yeah, did we see the Moral, climbing? That I I, yeah, they, I think they, they just got climb. pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said first he said they were going to climb it, but then later on he was like they'll yeah. zip line. I was like I feel like we would have gotten a storyline about Paulina scaling the the wall. Like so I think yeah, they I, thought, I think they pulled them up with like a pulley. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to climb. I was like, oh shit, like they're this is rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Uh no, they just they just zip lined over to the top of the um top of the cliff. And I guess there are uh two supply boxes yeah. at the top of the cliff. And then they 
have a mechanism to zip line the boxes down. The boxes are going to go zip lining. Yeah. The boxes then go zip lining. <laughs> yeah. To the bottom, to the, the, the third team member at the bottom of the cliff. Right. Now, once the boxes are down there, you got to get your, your team down there too. Mm-hmm. So the t- the two teammates that are at the top of the cliff yes. have to rappel down the cliff, which is apparently six stories. Yes. Down to the bottom. Yes. And uh, once you get to the bottom, the two boxes get loaded onto a stretcher for some reason. Yeah. And unclear why the boxes needed it to be carried on a stretcher. I think it was like an emergency. I think they brought the stretcher in case theme. Ebony needed it. And it was like, well, like we bought it. We're not going to waste it. We need to use the yeah. stretcher. But the the boxes were supply boxes. So I think that maybe like the theme of the adventure was like they're like the medic team. Um, and like they are taking they've got the stretcher because they're like the medic team. And then they've got like the boxes of supplies, maybe medical supplies. And they have to rush to save somebody. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe if this was going to be back in a four person uh, like group where it was going to be the grateful eight, maybe somebody would have had to be on the stretcher. And then they have, they have this, a person on the stretcher. And then what do they do with the somebody two? has to carry the two boxes and so someone and, and two people two are carrying boxes. the stretcher. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And then, and then, and then they fight over like who's heavier, like the two boxes. Yeah. Paulina would be a good person to, to have for that. Yeah, and then she'd get to rest her hips for a little bit. So that yeah, missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess that's what happens. So yeah, I guess this is like an interesting like function about the show is that like at least with Survivor, when you're planning um each like challenge, you have an idea of how many people are supposed to be there. Right. And with Beyond the Edge, you just never know when someone's gonna ring the bell. The world's greatest game. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. keeping you on your toes. For sure. So uh, anyway, <laughs> we're still in the middle of the this challenge. It's not over. Don't no, worry. No. So the boxes are on the stretcher and you you do enough. That's, I think it's the same one mile trek that they just did. Mm-hmm. But now they're going to the river, which again, probably is capitalized. Sure. And at the river, there are more boxes. There's four more supply boxes. So many boxes. boxes. Yeah, so you have a total of six boxes, and you have to take those six boxes across the river and head to everyone's favorite, the final stage. The final stage. Yeah, so we get to reunite with Moro, everyone's fave, Mm -hmm. and then uh, the final stage. Yeah, there's a decision point also. Oh, well, do you want me to, uh, to tell you what the decision point is, or do you want to... You could say what the decision point is okay, decision for whoever point gets there. Yeah. Let, let, no big surprise, guys. The decision point is always go straight or go a little bit off of the yes. straight path and you get a clue. Yes. And Nothing's untangle the changed. clue from a bunch of brambles. Yeah. Okay. So I wrote this down. What is bramble? I think it's like like thorny vines. Honestly, this this show has taught me so much. <laughs> yeah. Like all the amount of, of things... I've had to learn about and, you know, my attention has gotten better. It's just truly life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I've, I've totally like kept my attention span. And I'm like, I don't even know what part of the challenge mm-hmm. we're at. Okay. So they're, they're at the final stage, depending on how they got there through the decision point. And so the first thing you do is um, I, I think somewhere in, 
Well, I don't know where the stones came from. There's uh, bags there, of stones. There were two bags of stones uh, that I'm not sure if they carried them or what. Uh, they had they to don't du- open the supply boxes. Yeah, they don't. You can't open the supply boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but for whatever reason, yeah, they got they they got there when there were bags of stones. They really yada yada the why we don't know how they got there. the stones. Yeah, I don't know what the stones. But what, you have to count them. You have to. So and here's the thing: is there's. So there's a bag of stones, there's light ones, and there's dark ones. And you have to count both sets. Mm-hmm. And the numbers will uh, give you what you need for the combination to the crate. Yes. So there's a big-ass crate. And then once you got the crate open, you have to fit the six Plot supply twist. Crate boxes. is empty. Crate is empty. Yes. But it's not for long. Not for long. You gotta you gotta get those six supply boxes in there, baby. Yeah. And before you think, what? That sounds so easy. You just have no. to put boxes in another box. That's no. come on. Yeah, it's really hard. Well, listen, we don't play around on Beyond the Edge, okay? This is real and it's hard. So the supply boxes have a very specific way that they fit into the crate if you want to shut the crate. I think and I could have done this no problem. I don't think I needed think the so? clue. No I, clue. I moved, Jenny. I packed the pod. <laughs> yeah. I, I can pack uh, like a bunch of suitcases in the car. No problem. No, I load, no empty space. I load the dishwasher all the time. I get like That's a, like, an art. like my, my my wife loads the dishwasher. I'm like, look here, give me yeah. give, give me like 70 more things to put in here. <laughs> Well, if you overload the dishwasher, oh, I don't overload it. I don't overload okay. it. Okay, yeah. I'm just making sure. Um, and and so I want your dishes to be know. as clean as possible for you. And, and, and I like. I feel like I'm the hero. I'm I'm coming in and I'm like, hey, like uh, we just did the, like uh, like basically, I saved the day. I like got 20 more dishes in the dishwasher. Does yeah. not. My wife does not like when not recognized. No, no. She she is she actively gets angry. She doesn't like. She doesn't like that you're getting more dishes washed. She doesn't like that because I, I thought that she should be on the same page. It's like, look at all these more dishes we got. Washed. She's like, no. Oh, you think you have to like do everything better than me? Oh, mm-hmm. so she's got like that competitive spirit that Colton has. It's not so much competitive because I feel like she's not trying to get the most things in the dishwasher. She's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, half-assing the loading the dishwasher, but doesn't like if I can improve upon what she's done. I was about to say, like, I really hope Nicole listens, doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. And then I realized that of all the podcasts you do, yeah. this would be the absolute last right. thing she would ever attempt to listen to. No, probably not. Probably not. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, so you would yeah. kill this challenge, Rob. New would be no problem. Okay. okay. And I also would say, and, and conversely, I, I would not recommend Nicole for this, this challenge. <laughs> She wouldn't. She would not be on the puzzle team, right? You would leave her for last. Like you'd pick Paulina before Nicole, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) only for this one thing. Yeah, just for this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, the hips don't matter at this point. You just need to to get yeah things Mm -hmm. into the into the crate. So anyway, it's a there's a very specific way that they fit in. Um, so it's not as easy as it sounds. Okay. And uh, and then once you you've got the boxes into the crate and you can shut it, the lid goes down. Uh, then it's not well, over. Guess, what, guess what's guess what's back, guys? It's the rope ring from the yep. first stage. Yep. It's back. Okay. And you attach the rope ring uh, to the crate and pull 
the crate, which is now apparently 500 pounds. The crate um, is getting dragged like Paulina's haters on Twitter. <laughs> and also Paulina by Colton. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where she's literally being dragged through like the swamp. Yes, yes. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, lots of dragging going on, but uh, yeah, you got to drag the crate to the finish post, and then like the first team to touch the post with the rope, yep. is the winner. Yep. Okay. So that's what you got to do for Jenny the mad Autumn, money. You've done it again. You've done it again. All Have right, I? let's let's go. Let's see how the teams fare. Okay, uh, the okay. red team is going to be the team that is uh, the. Ray Lewis, Coach, and Jody Sweeten. Blue team this week is Craig, Colton, and Paulina. And the teams uh, begin having to untangle the rope and the and the giant hoop. It is time to get busy and dizzy for the cause. You are watching the first ever ring around the rope seat. <laughs> We've gotten to the point where, like, especially because he speaks so slowly, like, I'm watching <laughs> it happen and I know exactly where we're going and I'm I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, we are doing a game of They're doing the it seat. for the cause. <laughs> it's like, it's so predictable at this point, but it's still, mm-hmm. it delights me. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's. A mix of, I absolutely, yes, of course that's what you said, but also I can't believe you just said that. Yes, uh, they're incredible. getting busy and getting dizzy. Uh, for ring, the cause. Ring around the rope seat uh, is what they're doing. Did you notice the weird shot of like the sloth just I did watching not. them? I did not. There was like a random cut to like a close shot of a sloth. Even a the animals can't look away. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to say is like, mm-hmm. there is a captive audience for this challenge and it is a single sloth in a tree. Okay. All right. So the red team, they get the rope on the hook first. Blue team gets it pretty quickly after that. And then they have to run one mile to get to the cliff. Okay. And this is where Paulina, we told you that she's tight. We told you she is struggling with running in her real life. She doesn't even know. Why, why Why? do people run? I'm not a runner. Why run when you have a Vespa or a horse? Yeah, why would you run, Jenny, if you have a Vespa or a horse? I didn't know that she said horse. I did, like, I, for what some reason, I said? don't know. I thought maybe she said Porsche. A Porsche? Okay, let's see. Maybe she's I'm a- not a runner. Why run when you have a Vespa or a horse? I, I no, now it's a, I can hear the sound, but I think when it the first time around, I was like, I, she definitely said Vespa. I don't know what the second thing was. Yes, but like a Porsche would make just as much sense. <laughs> yes, like- these were two random methods of transportation. This was like uh, you're doing Porsche a Mad Lib with <laughs> with Paulina. Uh, okay, uh, we need a, a method of transportation. Uh, Vespa. I need another one. Uh, a horse. Yeah, this is the Mad Libs of the of the adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need another one. Um, a Segway. Uh, roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you run when you have a, a Segway or roller skates? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Paulina can't run. So 
I Colton, get it. I would not run either. Uh, sh- sure, sure. Uh, Colton says, all right, get on my back. I'm going to give you a piggyback ride. And he carries her. It's unclear for how much of the mile he carries her until they reach the muddy bog. Yes. And then when they get to the <laughs> this muddy is the bog. the best part of the whole episode. It doesn't work just, as a sound clip, but please uh, describe what happens. So, so she just kind of like falls in. Well, into I think the he bog. falls like, like, okay, they're in mud now and he falls yeah. down. Okay. But she kind of like lays down almost like I think she thought it was really deep. Yeah, she and tries so to she, she tries to swim yeah, the muddy bog, trying, but it's only like it's, it's, it's like a foot deep. It's mud. It's <laughs> well, I think it's confusing because in the first episode they had the really deep. It was wet. Bog, it was wet. And they were like, and they were like, no, there. what are you doing? Get up. <laughs> We tried to, yeah. Like, and the two guys that like picked her up and like dragged her through. Again, they're like and she's not off the ground. She's just being pulled through mud. Yeah. But she could easily walk. <laughs> they're through. like, you could walk. <laughs> I don't know. She thought she was swimming. I don't know what was happening. Yeah. Again, here, she's incredible. not used to walking or running. She has a Vespa. She has a horse. Yeah. Two common methods of transportation. Yes. Why? Why run when you can? Yeah, you would take you would mud. take the Vespa to this point, and then you would switch to the horse to get through the mud. You wouldn't take the yes, Vespa. Yes, the Vespa gets you through the through the jungle to the flat terrain, the, and then the horse the mud, would get you through the muddy. Which bog. is when the horse tags in. Of course, yes. everyone yes. knows that. Okay, come on. Now it's incredible. The blue team is having their problems, and this is not to say that the red team is not without its own problems. And uh. Seems like uh, we had a, where Coach had a hard time getting over the wall a couple of weeks ago. To me, Jenny, this was uncomfortable to watch. Coach like uh, metaphorically hit the wall this week. I thought. Yes, it was, and we saw a preview of this uh, on the next time from last episode. But like, it looked like he was like foaming at the mouth. Yeah, he had like uh, a bunch of spit or spittle or drool like coming out of his mouth that was not wiped off the whole episode it was it was rather gross (laughs) it was was, was pretty yucky we thought he was having a seizure i didn't it made me like it it made me way more concerned because i was like this does not look good and and ray is even talking about it he's like i've never seen coach like this is like yeah yeah he has liquid coming out of his mouth like is he okay yeah, this it was, was concerning. concerning. Yes. Yeah, and it was his birthday. I, this and it was his like. worst birthday ever. Yeah, like he would probably rather do dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially at your house. You can get a lot of them in there. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I, you know, I have to say to Nicole uh, next time. Uh, actually, it's it's more me that might be uh, saying this to myself. Is it courage that I need? Or is it wisdom? Yes. Is this courage? Do I need the courage to to tell Nicole I think I can load more things, or is it the wisdom to just let's do another load of dishes? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. (laughs) Life's greatest question. Great question. All right. So, all right, we get to uh, the boxes. Okay. Uh, So Colton and Paulina they send the boxes down. They are going to do the repelling. Paulina overcomes her fear. 
Yeah, and they they really um, made it look like this might have been like the downfall of Blue, where like they showed us Craig being concerned about Paulina doing the rappelling, and it it ended up being fine. She was fine, and she's like, courage is not not being afraid. Mm-hmm. It's being afraid and doing it anyway. Like so wow. many, wow, so many great life lessons here. A lot of great life lessons. Okay, um, the <laughs> repelling. I mean, um, based off of my uh, years on this earth, uh, I seem to have no problem with the repelling. Repelling uh, is very, very it comes very naturally to me. Your natural repel yes. repeller. Yeah, it would not, <laughs> does not seem difficult. Uh, but Ray and Coach, they they had to do it for. The red team and uh, Ray was Ray was getting pretty nervous. My heart, you know how fast my heart beating. I understand. My heart outrun a cheetah right now. Yeah, is that a jungle cat? <laughs> I was like trying to like figure out how this works. So it's like his heart is beating so fast it could outrun a cheetah. Yeah. I also didn't really understand why they were because then Jody said that they were like bickering. She's like, like oh, oh, that's Ray how they Coach, bond. Like, that's didn't, how they didn't seem like they were arguing. No, it just seemed like they were just like, yeah. Are we gonna do this? Are we doing this? We're like, nervous. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, it was it was a strange thing, but uh, yeah. Do you think that his heart could outrun a sea lion? <laughs> Yeah, I, don't think I think sea so. Lines sea are lines are very slow, I think. Unless they're in yeah, the water. Honestly, Unless they're in the water and they have like the Paulina moves of like just being able to get through the mud very quickly and easily. Yeah, I think if I think if you get to the point where your heart is moving at a sea lion's pace, you probably mm-hmm. need to bring in the medic. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be concerned there. Okay. So we get to where the blue team, they have a decent lead. Mm-hmm. They are at decision point, Jenny. Okay. We skip. They yada, they float the boxes down the river. Yada yada yada. Okay. Yeah. Nothing exciting there, right? It was not. Okay. It was decision no point. About that. I believe for the first time in six weeks of Beyond the Edge, mm-hmm. the team that is leading chose not to take the clue. Yes, this is where confidence maybe wasn't wasn't the the, uh, the winning trait here because Colton basically says. I don't need a clue. We are so ahead. They've basically given up. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, excuse you. Yeah. We don't how, ever get How up. dare you? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, they this is the first time that some the the team in the lead just says, Yeah, screw the clue. It wasn't like they had Lauren, the puzzle nader. I, I don't know yeah. why they were thinking that they were so confident that they didn't need the clue. Like some of the clues have been kind of lame, but uh, this is a time where you probably needed the clue. And if you have a huge lead, then why not, like, all you're going to lose is a little bit of time and possibly gain an incredible advantage at the thing that could really slow you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think... It I just wasn't feel like- this Paulina's thing from the first episode, Jenny, like, that Paulina was like, I said get the clue, nobody listened to me, that you always have to get the clue. Like, uh, no clue. No clue. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't learn from this because I I don't know, maybe, maybe Colton feels like now that Lauren is gone, that like, he's the puzzle master, but Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know. He is not, he is not, he's not. Okay. (laughs) He is the, you know, alphabet footmaster, but he is not the puzzle master. (laughs) Alphabet footmaster. 
Yes. Is is three words strung together? Yeah. That is the Vespa or horse of <laughs> aerobic exercise. Okay. Oh my God. All right. So, all right. Dump out the stones. Okay. Um, Paulina seemed to have miscounted the stones. Yeah. So she, she counted 81 and the, uh, the, the lock was not opening. Yes. And so naturally this is Paulina's fault. Yes, right? as I'm like, oh, Paulina, being a real oh. dummy, can't count. But oh, yeah. contraire, mm-hmm. because it, it turns out that they had to check check the sack. <laughs> yeah, Colm checks the sack, and mm-hmm. uh, there there was a stone left unturned. Yes, or unemptied from the bag. Yes, yes. So they're not even getting counting the, right the sack. Was not something that. Colton excelled at during his time as a defensive end in the NFL. Yeah. Was that, was that a, a moralism for you? Yeah, that's good. Colton <laughs> doesn't know too much about sex from his time being a defensive end rushing the quarterback. I really needed you to fully explain that. <laughs> <laughs> so so we should make our own moralisms uh, for uh, help to describe the action. <laughs> it's the best part. Like yeah. Phil, Phil says he he's never heard me giggle more during a show. It's like it's it's a Be delightful time. Yeah. Okay. So it's all moral. But so it's it's Paulina uh, and it's Craig and Cole, and they are they are having no luck with getting the supply boxes into the big box. Oh, I guess wish you had that clue now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, all of a sudden, here comes the red team, and they don't have any problems counting the rocks. Yeah. Well, and this is something I noticed too. I thought that the red rocks looked closer in color oh. than the blue rocks. Yes. Because. They were the same color. It's just like one was a lighter one and one was a darker. And I felt like there was like more contrast between the blue rocks and the red rocks. Again, did not know. slow the red team down. It didn't. They they got it the first try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, they got the first try, and then they had the clue, which told them how to lay the first box down in yes. the big crate. And then they did it. And then did the blue team copy them? I that's what I wondered because there was like a few shots of them like looking over. And so I don't know if they were trying to like insinuate that they were mm-hmm. like watching. I feel like they had to have because yeah. like if you're falling behind, like you're going to be able to see how they put it because the, the the crate was like clear, wasn't it? It seemed like, yeah, I guess you could see through it. I think it was like, a, yeah, it was like, I don't know, plexiglass or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, because like seconds after they get it shut, blue suddenly has it. Yeah. And so. then it was a race coming down the stretch. Okay. The teams <laughs> were pulling their ropes and uh, they really, this was uh, very exciting. Oh, I've never seen Moro more excited than the, the rope pulling of mm-hmm. it all. Like he was shouting. I thought yeah. he was going to lose his voice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was uh, so pumped up and then, Ultimately, uh, the red team, they are going to be the winner here of the match. And Morrow tells us, Mamma Mia, what an adventure! 
Well, well, it was one of the good ones. It was one. Okay. Everyone was rooting for red, right? Like hmm. we're all rooting for red in this one. I th- it was coach's birthday. Yeah. It was coach's birthday. Him and Ray were kind of down on their luck. They haven't been sleeping much. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just seemed, they seemed like the underdog. They were the underdog. Okay. They didn't have Colton. They didn't have Colton. It was coach's birthday. But it's coach's Mike's birthday. Like what better time to have a hairpin close victory, right? No, I would have rather just sang the man happy birthday and taken the victory. That was Colton. He would not have rather had a hairpin close victory. No, he's competitive. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't want. That was back at camp. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's fine. Cool. But congratulations to Coach Mike that they are going to get a massage. So I feel like that we sort of like, what are we back around to the top of the rotation with uh, the rewards here? Yeah. We're back to spa putting, day. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to uh, put the ah in spa again. We are putting the ah in spa. <laughs> putting the ah in massage. <laughs> Okay, so uh, boy, and Paulina was so disappointed. She was so pissed because the massage is what she really needed. Those hips. Yeah. I mean, that is literally the only thing that she's really been complaining about. And uh, yeah, that that was apparently the the reward that she's been waiting for. Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, I played a clip for you of uh, Paulina talking about how, like, uh, well, if it was Coach Mike's birthday. Uh, you know that uh, you know what a day for Mike uh, that we gave him a hairpin close uh, match. Um, but they're talking about how um, they're having a serious conversation between uh, Paulina and Colton, and so. Uh, she she asks asks Colton this. Did you ever lose anything that was really important, though? Yeah, my virginity. Okay. <laughs> a lot to unpack here. So much, Rob. So much to unpack. Did you ever lose something that was really important to you? Uh, Colton says, my virginity. Now, I again. Yeah, my virginity. I don't know. Was, was this, was this a played for a joke on the show, or... Is is Colton not joking? Um, I don't know, but Paulina laughed. She I laughed. Think they both laughed. I think she thought it was a joke, but I'm not. I'm not sure it was a, a joke. I can't um, believe you're gonna have me googling Colton Underwood's virginity. No, well, okay, so but so but but that was part of his story on The Bachelor that he was a virgin. Oh, he was a virgin. Yeah, on the okay. on The Bachelor, and he also uh, claims to have uh, then. Um, this is from a story on Vox.com. Uh, I wish I would have had faith in my friends and my family a little bit more. He also tied his sexuality to his virginity. I was a full virgin before The Bachelor and could never give anybody a good answer of why I was a virgin. The truth is I was a virgin bachelor because I was gay. Uh, I didn't know how to handle it. Uh, like I, it, it, I feel like he's like um, saying like this with like regret. Uh, like I, th- I think he's being ser- earnest and serious, and I think Paulina yeah, is and, laughing. And Paulina like, thinks it's a joke. <laughs> I, I'm guessing. Did, does Paulina not know his story? I don't like, know. It's unclear. So much time together. Like I feel like that is not something I would laugh at if I like in the circumstances where I'm like, oh yeah, like there's there's a story here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I am seeing. I can't believe I can't believe I googled <laughs> Colton Underwood 
virginity. Like, this is, uh, yes. I can't believe I'm here. But there is a headline that says Colton Underwood lost his virginity while filming The Bachelor. Yeah. Okay. Ew. Here. It's, I can't believe this is where I am on a Thursday evening. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, There's, oh. Oh my God. Quads are going to just snap. They're so tight. Okay. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> me, oh boy. Let me just uh, play this uh, one, one more time just to see uh, the, the mis- maybe a miscommunication here with Paulina and Colton. <laughs> maybe. Did you ever lose anything that was really important though? Yeah, my virginity. Okay. Uh, that, we, <laughs> I got to play the longer clip to get her response. I think she laughed. Okay. I, cause I was, I didn't know whether it was like an earnest moment either. Like I was right there being like, what? Give it the earnest music. Yeah. Did you ever lose anything that was really important though? Yeah, my virginity. He has like a little bit of a smile when he said it too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know, but I, I swear she laughs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't let's know. check in on the massage. All right. Uh, boy. <laughs> the red team was loving it. Oh yeah, they were they were in bliss. For sure. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, couldn't they have given them a snack? It's the least they could do. I I don't know. I a mean, cake, a massage cake for coach? Yeah. Like Moro said, "Have your cake and eat it too." And it turns out no, you will not you have not. your cake. You will not eat the cake. There'll be no cake under any circumstances. Like again, like toss the man a can of gravy. I'm sure you have one left. Yeah, open it up. <laughs> put, okay. put a candle in it. Coach seemed to really enjoy the massage. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, they come back. Lots of questions uh, about the <laughs> massage. Um, that uh, I, I thought that this was uh, a, li- a little bit uh, in poor taste from Craig. I did not catch that the first time around. Oh my goodness. Did they rub your butt? He wants to know. Well, they usually <laughs> did they rub your butt? <laughs> you have to give consent uh yeah. for the glutes. I would think so. Uh, I would think so. And so you think they had forms out there for, for the butt rubbing? I, I'm sure it was all, all on the level and professional. Uh, yeah. You know, like, uh, Craig, uh, that's, uh, you know, uh, like they don't need to disclose that to you. Yeah. This is a personal question. Also, I, how do you feel about the massage taking place while they're all together? Like sometimes when I go for a massage, like, I will get really chatty with yeah. my RMT, but sometimes I'm like, I'm not fully relaxing. If I'm like full on having a conversation with you, mm-hmm. like, don't you think that the massage would have been so much more relaxing and enjoyable yeah. if they had like private spots? Maybe, to, like, but I guess maybe it wouldn't have been as good TV. I was more concerned with that. Coach Mike uh, didn't take his glasses off. That time. <laughs> like he was like kind of like laying down a little bit, but they were just like his glasses were just like uh, his neck skew. was probably yeah his, his his neck was probably so sore because he would have had to like move his head out of the yeah, way. You, to, you, like, you get a massage and your face is supposed to go on the table. I think you take yeah. your glasses off for that. What do you need to see? right now i don't know like yeah it's like oh he can't see that his glasses what does he need to see yeah so i don't know (laughs) strange this episode is supported by fx's clipped 
The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Let's go back to camp where Ebony has returned to the group. Ebony has rejoined them just in time for lanterns. Uh, An ominous sign. Yeah, Ebony said I got to get that two grand (laughs) on my way out. One last two grand (laughs) is on the line. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, but this sort of like, should she have just met them at lanterns? Because I felt like that we kind of got the report before the lanterns. The lanterns felt like a big waste of time once we already got the 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 report from ebony yeah when once we hear from ebony back at camp that it's a nasty infection and that like you know like this this is her body essentially yes. making a decision they it's like it could be lethal the doctor's yeah. advice was uh get out of the jungle asap although ironically uh her doctor was meta world peace <laughs> <laughs> she did see dr world peace Oh my gosh, that that is get out of the jungle ASAP. It had nothing to do with her tooth. No, he's just like get out. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to get out. Like, I heard that there's jungle, jungle dogs, cats, sea jungle lions, cats, jungle yeah. dogs. Yeah. yeah, get out. Um, yeah. So I again, it's taking all of the suspense of the lanterns away, which we all know is a very, very exciting and suspenseful part of the episode. Yeah, everyone is really wondering if the bell is going to be rung. Yeah, um, Ebony uh, tells the group, uh, "Just keep praying for me." You so, I mean that. I think that's like one of the top things they do there. So that's one of the main things. All right, we <laughs> yeah. go to the lanterns, Jenny, with ten minutes left in the episode. <sighs> well, they can show the same clip a couple times because they will cut to a commercial. <laughs> they will. They will. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they come in and, you know, we get all of the different greetings from Moro, like Ray, my man, coach. Uh, but he has an unusual greeting for Jody. Did you catch yes. this? Uh, yes. th- this is how he referred to Jody. <laughs> this Hello. whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. When was the last time anyone you like is is Moro like a grandfather? I don't like, know. Also, in like yeah, the 1800s. Does he just have like the image of like eight year old Jody Sweeten burned in her like uh, yeah? I guess <laughs> Stephanie Tanner. I guess might be a whippersnapper, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't think that she's thirty nine years old. Yeah, how I, how old is Moro compared to? Yeah, uh, you usually don't Jody. refer to a thirty nine year old woman as a whippersnapper. No, I don't think he's like Unless that a much older. Year old man. He's I like he's like fifty. Yeah, he's fifty two. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whippersnapper. A whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. I've not heard anyone say that. Yeah, could oh that. Oh, I actually don't like this now. Yeah, what is a whippersnapper? So it says uh, a young and inexperienced person considered to be presumptuous. Or overconfident. How rude. How rude. Yeah. So it's not even a compliment. Like, I I would think that it's just like, oh, this young, spry, uh, energetic person. But it's the inexperienced part. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and the, the overconfident. <laughs> the term whippersnapper is derived from the terms snippersnapper and whipsnapper. A whipsnapper was a 17th century term for a young man that has nothing better to do than hang about idly snapping a whip. What? Oh, no. Loser. I I can't believe that this was used in the show. Like this hello. whippersnapper. This whippersnapper. Okay, these are the the uh similar words listed. Pipsqueak, <laughs> squirt, How rude. Ugh, stripling, mm-hmm. brat, minx. Yeah. Like imagine that Moro's like either. Paulina, you minx. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh okay. boy. All right. So everybody comes in. And so um Coach has some beyond the edge memorabilia that he has brought in. Uh Coach, what do, what do you have in your hand today? Well, it just looked like a like a gross piece of paper, but <laughs> <laughs> like a shopping like, what is list, this? right? Yeah. It's a grocery list for sure. Yeah, this uh, is, no. I, this is just my birthday list of all the things <laughs> I wanted today that you didn't get. I have cupcake. <laughs> there was supposed to be cake. You said there was going to be cake. Yeah, a bib. Uh, no, so apparently it was a, the clue. I guess the clue that they got because they... Blue they, uh, go- it. Yeah, exactly. And everyone like signed it as if it was like a birthday card. So the whole squad signed it and left birthday messages. And now this is like a prize possession yeah. for... Is this on eBay Coach. right now? No. Oh. Coach would never give up a sentimental item. Okay. Like this. Well, maybe for maybe for charity actually, you know. Yes. Okay. All right. So, they are talking about then uh how that's very precious. Uh they talked about uh coach's birthday and how he uh never spends a birthday away from his family. Yeah. And I mean Again, this would not be the top of my choice for, you know, spending a birthday, but I think it'd be like fine to spend one away from your family. Like, I don't know if you've had like probably like how long has he been with his wife? Like maybe like 40 years, yeah, probably a while. Yeah. Or like close to that. It's yes. like, oh, I could, I could do with one. Right, but look, would you be like broken hearted if you had like a birthday yes, away maybe. from? Yes. Very sad. <laughs> would you go, would you go? On Survivor again, like, and, and it ran on during your birthday, he'd be fine. It, it, it would not. If I wanted to go on Survivor, uh, it would not stop me in the, in the slightest. Yeah. 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 Um, I, honestly, like, it would be harder for me if it was like one of my kids' birthdays, uh, which happens to be around be, times a year. But it would be right. like, you know, it would be more sad, like, to miss like one of their birthdays than. To, yeah. Like, you've got like the whole. You've got the whole family within like a month and a half yeah, or something like that, right? Birthday. Like yeah, it's like every three yeah. weeks once you get to the fall. Um, yeah. So yeah. you probably can't go on Survivor in the fall then be because tough. luckily they film all the Survivor in the spring. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, but coach, after he talks about his, uh, you know, how he's here and then this is where he wants to be. Uh, Morrow comes back with this. About celebrating my birthday here with this group of people. It was just a great day. Can I get an amen? Amen. That was so. Can I get an amen? Is the Lanterns Church? I 
I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> it, it is pretty. It is a pretty holy experience. <laughs> it's I mean, become a religious experience. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> and they give Wait. it to him. Yeah, they gave him the amen. <laughs> they gave it right to him. So here's my thing: is like. Until this episode, I didn't feel like we really got like any like religious um, commentary from Moro whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he kind of just started to read the room. Yeah. And like he's maybe like, oh, okay, like this is this is what the squad is really feeling. This is like what they're bonding over. Well, yeah, I, I got to like, get in on this. I do feel like that the the crew uh, is like uh, pre- is pretty religious. Uh, I feel like that just like off the top of my head, I feel like that uh, we've definitely heard um, Ray, Coach, Colton, Craig. Uh, I think all the guys. Ebony. Uh, you know, Eb- Ebony also. Uh, God's plan. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not sure as much about uh, Jody or Paulina, uh, but definitely like all of the guys on the show that are left. I feel like I feel like there's. Well, again, it's hard to tell too because, like, you know, when there's like the prayer happening, sometimes you know, people are gonna just participate. It doesn't mean that they're like deeply religious as well. So it's hard, it's hard to say, but it's, Mm. it's very much a theme of this particular cast. And so I think, you know, Morrow kind of started to see like, okay, it's like, oh, this feels like an appropriate time to ask if I can get an amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) it was, he asked, (laughs) asked, amen was received. Okay. All right. Um, They're talking a little bit about um, Colton. And uh, that, uh, you know, how, how, how Colton was today. Uh, Craig described him as someone lit firecrackers in Colton's pants and they exploded and he took off. This wasn't the alphabet strategy, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, boy. This doesn't refer to the, the time he lost the thing, right? Yeah, I hope the firecrackers <laughs> didn't take his virginity. <laughs> What are they doing in his pants? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Colton talks about how um, he like he talks about his background and about how like his parents were athletes and that he basically got lost in competitiveness and competition. I really didn't understand what he was talking about, Rob. It's like, and it also it was like Morrow was like trying to like have. He was doing like active listening, but like trying to be a part of the conversation. He was like, you had you you hid behind it. Like he he's trying to be a therapist here or something. Right. It was like it was like I don't I don't follow what he's really saying here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that what he was if I can, you know, um, try to decipher what he's saying. I, I think he's talking about how that he uh, was, you know, uh, like uh, uncomfortable in his sexuality and he hid that from his family by throwing himself into competition. Right. That makes sense. But I just feel like he didn't say it that way. <laughs> like it wasn't articulated in a way that like mm-hmm. it was obvious that that was what he was saying. It was just like, he kind of danced around it a little bit. I don't yeah. know. It was confusing. He was just like, I, yeah. yeah, my parents were athletes. And so I just got really into being competitive. Right. And I, I think also that, but, and then, but also being here taught him that he doesn't need to win all the time also. And then that's like uh, that he used to have to win all the time 
time and be so competitive because that he was he was hiding in his competitiveness. Now he can lose a hairpin match to the red team and it doesn't bother him like that. I mean, it seemed like it, he was he was still a little bit bothered, right. but it's a work in progress. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I guess he's just saying that, uh, you know, it being competitive just became his identity because he couldn't like actually show his true identity. I think that's what he was sure. trying to say. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get back to Ebony. We all know Ebony's leaving, uh, but <laughs> we've seen it since the beginning yes. of this, this episode. Ebony, uh, like, uh, how do you feel listening to all this? Yeah. Not good. Morrow. <laughs> My my face hurts. Yeah. I missed out and I'm going home. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Uh, what time is it for Ebony? What time is it? Sounds about like 2.30. <laughs> oh, no. Should I say it in the moral voice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> for Ebony, it's looking like it's just about 2.30. <laughs> I don't have a watch, but two thirty it certainly is. Let me consult the jungle clock. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, you so, could write for him. Like I, this I would is, love to. I would love to. Yeah, yeah. that's a dream job. Yeah. Be a dream job. Okay, so um, she is feels as bad as she's ever felt in her memory, but she's here for her charity. She wants to make her mom proud. She's looking for, it seems like, permission from Coach. Yes, because she. this is the second time now that she's mentioned, she's like, Coach, I feel like I'm letting you down of all people. Because, like, I mean, we've heard from Coach a couple times. Like, he's he is a little bit like, don't you quit. Mm. Don't you quit on me. Right. And so she's, she's basically just looking for, because... A lot of what she's saying is like, it's not me quitting. Like I could push through the pain. It's just that I cannot put doctors myself won't at risk. Let me. Yeah. Yes. Damn doctors. Yes. These. Um. Yeah. So she's like, I can't even look at Coach right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Coach lets her off the hook. Is it courage that I need, or is it wisdom? Wisdom. So which is it? Wisdom, right? Yeah, wisdom, that's what wisdom he said. tooth. Was that what she? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Maybe the wisdom you need is a wisdom tooth. <laughs> you know, they say the wisdom tooth, like when you in times of like great stress, that's when they come out. Yeah, they come out. So yeah. that maybe that's all that was happening. Yeah. She was finding her wisdom. Yes. Okay. So, Ebony, are you done? Uh, They're going to make her say it. She says, I am done. (laughs) But let's get to a commercial first. We need to see this twice. (laughs) Yes. This is about something that can cost you your life, uh, Ebony. So, uh, And your bloodline. (laughs) Yes, and your bloodline. Ebony has to leave. And Morrow uh, lets us know. We are reminded every day that this jungle don't play. What it do? It don't play. <laughs> what it, why what is it he talking indeed? like this now? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> he like he he really was like. Amen? I, amen. Amen. 
I've got some new material. I'm going to try it out tonight. What it do? What it do? This jungle don't play. Jungle don't play. Oh my gosh. Okay, but as as Ebony is exiting, she says, I love you, lion cats. Okay. So I think that this is what they call each other because it yeah, takes us back to the breaker, the breaker, breaker, lion, cat, sea lion. So this must have been like some sort of literal pet name that they. So. Yeah. So I love you, lion cats. Didn't make the show. I don't know. No, they didn't. They didn't explain it before. But no. All it, right. Jenny, we are down to six. Mm-hmm. It sounds like are, are there three weeks left of Beyond the Edge? Um. I think it ends the week of, uh, I'm sure uh, Sam Moore is probably on top of this. So uh, so this is the week of the 20th. There's one, two, uh, and then three. Yeah, I think three weeks left. Uh, 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 so wait, Sam is saying that it ends uh, 5-18. So the week of the 27th, the week of the 4th. There's four episodes left. Then. Oh, boy. Okay, well, that makes sense. With a two-hour uh, finale. What are they going to do in two hours, what Rob? What it do in the finale? <laughs> what it do? Yeah. I can't wait till we can get an amen. This finale, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also another thing is he blessed them all. So, again, I think that he was like, okay, uh, the religious, uh, you know, wording is, is really working here. And as they're walking away, he's like, keep fighting the good fight and bless you all. Bless you all. Oh my God! I, does he have the rights to bless them? <laughs> I don't know. Can I get an amen? amen? Okay. So, wow, it's all it's all happening, uh, Jenny. Uh, should we check in with some uh, of our uh, social media segment where uh, I asked Sam Moore to take a look for any beyond the edge social media that was going to be relevant or interesting? How okay. long did that take? Him? Okay. Um, <laughs> So this is, uh, let me see, what am I, what am I looking at here? Um, okay, so Paulina tweeted a picture. Uh, in the people uh, I love, what they consider their flaws, uh, what makes me melt with tenderness, it's what I find the most beautiful, okay? Uh, and somebody said, I am so in awe of the courage uh, that you had to do uh, beyond the edge, is it courage that I need? Or is it wisdom? I'm rooting for you, girl. Okay. Uh, and okay. then underneath, uh, somebody said, I just wish uh, Paulina would have more faith in herself. I'm her age. I look and act a lot younger and all. Uh, she does. All she does is moan and groan and complain. Stop. 56 ain't bad. That's from a woman named Kim Dungan. Uh, oh. And, and Paulina, you do, first of all, do not get into you know uh, a twitter fight with paulina okay yeah says, bloomberg and i learned quickly <laughs> hey if you have hip arthritis sleep in the rain on bamboo poles get no food and do tough mutter every single day you're clearly a better example of a woman than i hysterical uh, crying laughing emoji <laughs> wow shots fired shots fired okay Tough mutter. Tough one. She is one tough mutter. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh and then got uh, this other one uh, that says, uh, 
Um, okay, so she she tweeted out about the episode. A woman named uh, Ashley Borden, who's verified. I don't know uh, yeah. who she is. Uh, uh, she she's- is... Um, I guess. Oh, she looks like a personal trainer, maybe. Okay. Uh, says on a scale of one to 10, how different was the experience based on what you thought it would be? Um, Paulina says a 10, Ashley. I didn't realize every challenge would be a four hour CrossFit every day and that we wouldn't be able to sleep. Okay. Well, and Sam also said that Paulina had a bunch of other tweets that he liked much more (laughs) that, uh, he said we shouldn't talk about on the show. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, you can swing over <laughs> to see what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did get uh, um, someone someone DM'd me um, an interaction that they came across uh, on on the Twitters, and yes. uh, and someone was saying, "Yeah, I could." Uh, anyone else think? Yeah, I could totally win this when they watch Survivor, and then somebody else. Kentucky Ange said, nope, lol, and Beyond the Edge is even scarier. The cast is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that like that's Paulina's burner account, this Kentucky Ange. <laughs> um, the cast is so yeah. inspiring. Somebody did uh, tweet out the leaderboard. Uh, you want to hear where we are right now? Let's, let's do it. Okay, Colton. <laughs> Uh, Colton and Craig, I believe, are the new uh, top two right now. Yeah, they're 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 neck and neck, aren't uh, they? Yes, uh, and that uh, so okay. Uh, Colton and Craig are number one and two. Uh, Paulina is actually number three. Wait, what? Is that, that doesn't sound right? That, sound right. that does not sound right. John Smith, are you post? Are you did you Photoshop the leaderboard? Is this like a, a spoiler? I'm almost positive. I thought I wrote down the first couple of of people. Uh, oh yeah, it's no, it's Colton and Jody at Colton the top. top too. Mike is three. Yeah, then Mike know. is three. Craig sorry. and then you Ray. Know, I'm sorry, you know I've gotten. Uh, I mean, this is like a deep fake leaderboard on Twitter. <laughs> Wow. Shame on you, John I, Smith. At, I can't believe at Cord's <laughs> Life 27. This <laughs> <laughs> is because Paulina it's was a Paulina responding stand. for <laughs> It's a Paulina stand there. Yeah, okay. They're rewriting history. Yes, okay. Um listen uh, uh listen to this. Uh but but he that this person writes and says, "Thought you might enjoy this. This supermodel kicking the NFL Hall of Fame's butts in the jungle. A local bar has a dedicated room with wings and pitchers for fans of the show. There were 41 of us this week. Every week is bigger." Wow, the- this guy this guy is claiming that there is a bar where 41 people are getting together to watch Beyond the Edge. Are you buying this? Where is this? Are we going to go crash it? <laughs> Our people. Live finale. We're going to do a live show there. We we need to, you know, recruit more edge lords and ladies. <laughs> yes. Okay. All of us get together in one place. Yeah. All right, Jenny, anything else you want to say about Beyond the Edge this week? Um No. I I I someone someone um on Twitter tagged us and asked how we felt about uh, Moro's glasses. I think they're just like um, the transition lenses, right? Have you thought, have you looked at his glasses? I, I really don't know a lot about glasses. They're, I'm pretty sure he just wears transition lens, lenses, which mm-hmm. uh, 
So it's like they're glasses. And then when you're in the sun, they turn into sunglasses. But they always like are like a little bit like almost a sunglass, even when you're I don't know. I personally wouldn't opt for them, but you know what? Morrow is like, he's an individual. He's, he's wearing his kerchief. You got the kerchief back on today. Yeah. So he's got it all you know. going on. Yeah. He's great. What would we do with anyone who is still oh, like not on the Morrow train? Like we rang the bell. You wouldn't even be podcasting about this show. Forget anymore. it. Forget it. So be grateful for yes. him. Yes. Okay. The grateful. <laughs> do we have a new name yeah. for the six? Um, the sexy six, sexy six, the sovereign six, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> the solemn six. Oh, the yeah, they're solemn, six. yeah, yeah, sacred. I mean, I feel like that tracks. Okay, all right, Jenny, what's coming up for you? What is coming up for me? Uh, you know what? I'm just getting uh, getting excited for the upcoming live show and 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 uh, NYC. Be, oh, that, that's going to really throw a wrench into our Beyond the Edge. Uh, I know. I don't know what we're going to do that week. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to do a live show, right? Live Every, show. That's it, what everyone's looking that bar for. Is in New York City. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, we'll just do the. So yeah, you think you're coming to New York City for the the live uh, you know Survivor uh, podcast, yeah. but. No, we're here for a live Beyond the Edge. A live uh, Survivor recap. Should we just air Beyond the Edge uh, with the audience and then just do one podcast at the end recapping both shows? Yes. Okay. Yes. That I think everyone's clamoring for that. If you have to extend the uh, the time that we are at the uh, SVA theater, let's do it. All it's right, worth let's it. Let's get a quote on that. Let's find out how yeah. much it is. Okay. Come on, Sam. Get on it. But yeah, so just basically I'm getting excited to see everyone there. And uh, um, I was on the uh, BBKN 10 recap this past Monday with Taryn and AJ. That was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, just... Just edging, just yeah. edging the, okay. my days away. Yeah, like uh, w- one of the you know top edge ladies around. Yes. <laughs> and uh, to everybody else, thank you so much. We still have to get to. We didn't forget about the celebrity exorcism. I okay. could never forget. We never forgot about that. We did not forget about the worst cooks in America. No, I have to just this keep is... the podcast feed going after Beyond the Edge. We might need some things after the season. Yes, we a palate cleanser or palette something, cleanser. And, and what what better than a worst cook? <laughs> yes, okay, and of <laughs> course, up something. Yes, be sure to follow or and subscribe to go to Rob's website com slash bte feed uh, for our podcast feed. We'd love to read your ratings and reviews every single week, and uh, tell us what you are thinking about the show. If you have any other thoughts and feedback, you want to get into the show, that is the best place to send it. Okay. Send it. All right. All right. Uh, Jenny, I will say we still have a uh, unblemished record. I will say that we did get one two star review. Oh, no. 196 five star reviews, four two star reviews, uh, and one uh, two star review. Four two star reviews? I thought you said two four star reviews. I'm like, oh, okay. and I'm getting, uh, I did, I did, um, see that someone accidentally did a four star review and then they fixed it. Okay. So well, we have we, two maybe that's, maybe well, we that's what happened here. Two star review. I, I, I think it's hard to give it an accidental two star review. Yeah. Well, I just feel like two is like a weird, it's a weird star. Number. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's not the worst, but it's, it's, it's not like, great. Like, ah, like I didn't like it, but I'm not, I'm not like a monster. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All right. 
Thank you all so much for joining <laughs> us uh, once again to talk Beyond the Edge. We will be back next time to talk some more with you about Episode 7 of Beyond the Edge. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.